Is it a game? Is it role-playing? Or is it something else entirely? Hey, it's Shane here. 318 Radio is on the air. Okay, I just got off of a call with the man, KT, Kevin Touch, and we were talking about something very specific. This wasn't just a conversation. Uh, I asked him if I could call him and talk about this because it was something I heard him talking about on his station, and it just it intrigued me. It interested me, and I wanted to know more about it, and... So, if you've listened to KT, sometimes he talks about racing and being involved in a racing league. And I've heard this before, and the way he talks about it, I just assumed he was maybe like an amateur race car driver. Um, that's not outside of the realm of possibility. I have known people before who, you know, drive on a local racetrack here, and they're amateur race car drivers. And I figured maybe this is what he's talking about. But that's not it at all. Um, so, and, and I won't, you know, there's a 30-minute conversation coming up here, so I won't talk about it too much here. But uh, the league that Kevin is involved in is an online community, um, of a pretty large community, which you'll hear in the interview, um, which revolves around a racing simulation. And... To me, that's just fascinating because I'm a fan of video games. I like video games. Um, I don't even think it's fair to call this a video game, though. I I like it when people take something like a video game, but take it to a new level. Use it completely in a in a different way, a bigger way than it was maybe even intended to be used. Um, and that's what we're talking about here. And there's a whole huge community of people that are involved in this um, in this thing as well. And uh, it's just fascinating because it's it's this mixture between video games and role playing and uh, community. And it's it's just really fascinating to me. I don't know if it will be to you. Or not, but it's just really interesting to me. So I wanted to talk to Kevin about it and get some more information. And he was uh, kind enough to talk to me this morning. Like I said, we spoke for about 30 minutes. I'm just going to go ahead and and put it all out here. And uh, and it's fascinating. I would recommend you listen to it if you have time. And uh, I think I've set it up enough. So let me just get into the uh, phone call. Here we go. Hey, Shane. Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Oh, sorry for the delay, but um, <clears throat> I went on my Verizon app to pay my bill. Right. It took it out three times, so I had to uh, call them and straighten that out so they didn't take all my money. But uh, <laughs> No worries, man. Anyway, I, I got you on here to talk about something very specific, and that is, so you're involved in this league. I, I guess I would call it a league, right? Yeah, that's the that's um, correct term. Just kind of tell me how you got involved in it and uh, what it is, basically. All right. So it's called the Arkansas Elites 
don't know the acronym. I'm not the owner or founder of it. If the founder of it is actually driving uh, in the series, his name is Kenny Myatt. And I was coming across, I, I used to watch this thing like season three. So that's, that's a lot. I've been a fan of his series. I liked what he was doing. Before then, it was like no commentary. It was just straight racing. Now, when it got to like season seven, they got like the forum and stuff. I heard about, I'm thinking, ah, this is ridiculous. It's only a 10 race season. It's boring. And I'm like, this isn't fun. When they, they, they changed the rules. And at one point, they even collapsed the series to have like a Formula One car series. I'm like, I like Formula One, but I don't think I'd be interested. Until season 23 came around, they said anyone can join. So I came across, I'm like, well, okay. Well, I don't know if I need to put my real name or not. So I put my code name, Vince Freeze. And I'm like, well, why, why in the world did I pick that? I'm like, all right, Vince Freeze it is. I just said, hi, this is Vince Freeze here. Looking for a ride, kind of handing out like a job resume. And I was waiting for an owner to pick me up. I'm thinking, I'm probably going to get on some trash team. And I was right. I mean, the first season, I, I got hired by Mr. Davis, Jeff Davis, for Reddit Davis Racing. So that's that's like the Reddit, the, uh, the social app. And it was me and my teammate, which is uh, Eric. And Eric and I were, we were doing really bad. Uh, we only got, he got, he scored a podium, but. The season just – it wasn't a good season. It was our rookie year. Things weren't happening. Just kind of the typical rookie year. Car wasn't developing. We had a couple highlights. I finished seventh at Indy, which is a big race in that series. Eric finished on the podium twice, I think, at Brazil and Ohio. But that was off pitch strategy, not raw speed. So the season ends. The last race is over. We move on to this season. I have high expectations to get maybe a podium. That's all I was thinking. That's it. We're going to improve that much. Well, race one. We all no no race two excuse me we all finished in the top twenty which I'm shocked it's a super speedway I knew something was going to happen the next race in Mexico so I knew because the car the car um, our team owner said the car is very nimble in the chassis turns are going to be great I think this is going to be a great race uh, weekend he even put in the comment section well I started fifteenth so I, I I had no idea I was going to win this race but I I was going through it I'm like. I'm not even nowhere near the front until like the last 40 laps. I'm all in third place. And I see the video and I'm like, I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> I, I, the way, the way it looked, I was going to win it. And that's how I got my first win. The whole field was stunned. Yeah. Now, ever since then, I was, I was pretty good at that. The next couple, the, the next, the two race weekends ahead, I was leading the race. The rains came and apparently they tried to run the race at midnight that time on the, on the West. And, they continued. Otherwise, I would I would have had two wins, and I would have been way high on the points. But wow. it didn't it didn't happen. But that's okay. And then this last weekend, the news came out that well, we got a downside to two cars, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be me and Eric. Let's just do it again. Then I realized, oh, it's not gonna be me or Eric. We have to pick one. I'm like, oh, that stinks. So now, with my <laughs> job security in question in the series. I have to race every weekend like it's my last weekend with the team. I don't want to leave the team, but if it is the best decision, I do have another team in mind. Uh, they are the best team on the grid. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually Kenny's team that has he's retiring with his buddy. So if there's an opening there, the owner said he'll try to get me there if I don't retain and pick Eric. It's going to be close. Eric doesn't have a win. He's got more top tens. I got more top fives, but he's got more consistency. I'm better at qualifying. He's better in practice. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's too close to call right now. Who's going to get that spot? But all I know is that there is a guy coming in that in our team that's a veteran driver. It's only going to be here for two more seasons. 
just for like a send off because I believe this this team when I'm on is going to be a, uh, they're a developmental team right now, but they're going to be a factory uh, Volkswagen team. So they're actually going to get the more parts. They're going to get a stronger uh, motor, and the chassis is going to even be better next season. So I kind of want to stay here, but if I have to leave, I like to go to FBR. Otherwise, I don't know where I, I would probably be stuck with some new team, and I have no problem with that. I'm, I'm, I am a driver who, well, I don't drive. But the the team, I'm pretty good with telling what the team wants. I I, I do go to meetings and be like, okay, this is what the team wants. I think we should put a little bit more the uh, front side chassis in, in a certain track or something like that, and they'll yeah. they'll they'll suggest and they'll listen. And then that's how you really that's how you really do it. It's really the team management side that gets you to win these races and gets you high in the points. But after that, sometimes it's just luck. Like the last race I did, it's running eighth place, and then we had a mechanical failure. And I'm like, oh great, because if I if I if it had just played out, I would have finished in the top five. So really, if it were for some bad luck right now, I would be top three in points and and possibly. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm secure with the job, but I would be very close to securing it if I had won another race or two. So I don't think Eric's going to win three races this year. I don't yeah. think I'm. I don't think I'm winning three. I think maybe one more. I want to see Eric win one, but at the same time, it's kind of stinks that we got to compete for this spot. But that's how I got started. That's where I am now. And the next round's at Darlington, so we'll see what happens. So, uh, I guess the thing that I'm interested in, and, and just to be clear, when we were talking about this, because I was confused when I initially heard you talking about it, I was thinking you were actually like driving a, a physical race car. Um, but we're talking about like a simulation, right? It's a, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a simulation. And I don't know what, if they use some, some type of computer program or if it's maybe based off of an, a racing game. I don't know how they do the simulation. I'm not sure. Do you know that? Uh, it's, I think it's based off of NR2003, which is a, is a racing simulation okay. game. But uh, it, I don't control the TV, the TV side and all that stuff. There's actually, like, a, a radio network that covers this series. It's not, it's not on the broadcast on the YouTube video, but there's a side where an actual radio network covers this. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they know more about this, and I, I could probably talk to Kenny. I mean, he, he's the, he's the founder, like the OCC or something. OOC, like the uh, the official operating commissioner of the series. So he probably knows more. But he's retiring this season because I, I think uh, he wants to just run his team. It's called FBR. So it's it's he's kind of got the alliance. And I, I'll see what happens. But I, I'm just interested in this for sure. Like what happens in, uh, down the road. Well, it's it's intriguing to me because I've always, you know, I, I like video games. I've always played video games, but this is like taking something that's a video game, but taking it to like a whole new level where a lot of people are actually, it's almost like, and uh, I don't know if this is the right comparison, but it's almost like a role-playing game, like a Dungeons and Dragons or something, but you're, but with racing. Where yeah, no, you're right. Team owners and things like that. And that's, that's really cool to me, you know, um, but how do you interact with it? Like, what what is your control level? You you don't drive the car, you know. No. It's, it's simulated. But what do you control? What do you do? I can control how I comment, how I handle myself in the post race meetings, uh, meetings in general, um, team management. I I basically cover the the chassis business side of it. So I, I I'm I'm actually a hundred percent invested in that. As far as the driving, maybe it's twenty percent because it's my input on the daily weekends of like, what, what do we want to put in the car for our next race? But after that, I got to handle myself in the right way. If you just go out there and criticize other people. Yeah. Well, of course you're going to get backlash. Now I had not done that ever actually. Well, here's a couple of reasons. Number one, 
the first season, there was no way I was going to. I'm not, I was nowhere near competitive. Uh, Eric, actually, the race in Mexico, he got turned by a couple drivers. He was actually in third. I had thought if he had just stayed up there, he would have won, or me and him would have finished one, too. Uh, and I have another teammate, Roman Rahal. He, he got the pole this past weekend. But uh, anyway, I don't know. Right now, all I know is I can control the, the business team and the chassis side. But as far as the driving, I don't know if they're going to change any rules. Maybe, yeah. maybe they'll have more input. But for right now, it's only 20% input on the actual driving, and really 80% is how you handle yourself and how you interact with the team. So that's why team chemistry is important. This is the one series. There's, there's other series. I'm in another series, um, but that's stopped right now currently. Uh, where it's a little bit, actually, the, the, the other series, there's no driving input. Like it's, there's no forum for it. It's just basically all you got to do is comment in the YouTube section. So here, like there's a little bit more interaction. And if they give us more interaction, I think I'll be better. But if I leave a different team, it's going to take a good, I'm going to say solid eight races just to get associated with the new team. So if you don't get on the same team as your, your previous season, it can take a little while to readjust. I see. Okay. So, does the like the person who owns the teams and owns the cars they can make changes to the i guess the mechanical stuff in the car to try to make them faster or, or whatever it is is that accurate yes that's exactly accurate yes yeah, so they have they have the control over the, t- the um, so let's say my owner his name is jeff he he said okay hey guys uh we need to put more uh packer in the front because we're going on a blah blah track mm-hmm. let's say we're going to um darlington this weekend so or, or wednesday excuse me so he's going to say, okay, it's a, it's a short oval. It's not really a track built for speed. It's more endurance. Stay off the wall. Understandable. He'll tell them uh, more grip in the back because we don't want to lose. The, we don't want the front end or, or excuse me, the back, the rear to, to wash out of the car and we hit the wall and whatnot. That's important. That, that place is not built on. You don't have to be first in that race until the very end. I, 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 I can see that going two ways. It's going to be a wreck fest, which I hate those because I don't know if I, I get involved in one. Right. Or it's going to be a calm race. And you got to stay off the wall, which I prefer because our, our our chassis is built for this type of track, actually. Because it's a nimble track, you have to stay nimble. We have the smallest engine on the grid. we got a V4. Everyone else has a V8 and 12. However, we have the best uh, – I believe we have the best car when it comes to tire, chassis, and mechanical wear. Other than, you know, as long as there's no high straight. There's no really long straights here. So we should be up there in the top five. However – Things can change, and we don't. If we hit the wall, then it's a problem. But we'll see. I really, I, I got good things for this weekend. I know we haven't been doing well on the uh, road courses, so the ovals actually uh, is a welcome sight for me. It's kind of, it's kind of the opposite. We were thinking when we saw a bunch of road courses at the end of the season, we're thinking this is our chance because we have the best chassis. We didn't think the ovals would be anywhere near our best, but right now, places like Kansas, Michigan, where I got top five, Eric got top five in Brazil. Uh, and even the American 700, which was at a two-mile fast track, which we thought we were maybe top 15, we won the pole for um, that race, like in the, in the support race. So we're doing well. I, I really think if we just continue to do what we're doing, finish off the season strong, maybe a top five in points would be a welcome sight. If it's for me, that would solidify. If it's for Eric, that's probably going to solidify him. I mean, it's it's going to sound – it's going to sound kind of, you know, ruptured, but at the same time, if if we get the result and if this is the last seat, I'm sure, for me at least on this team, I'm sure if I have a chance, I'll come back here. But for right now, I'm not worried about that. I'm just going to continue to focus on the next 15 races or whatever we got left, and then we'll play yeah. it from there. 
Cool. Uh, how many people would you say is involved in this in this league? Uh, well, there's different series. There's about, I believe, 20 series going on at the same time. I would it's say over about, one. yeah, about there's 20. Like there's like the SCS, there's the uh, junior wow. series. There's about, I would say, about a thousand people involved. Wow, <laughs> like that's a lot. Yeah, but, but but you know what? It's it's broken up in different categories. Next year is even going to be worse. Apparently, their team is coming in from Europe. Coming in, um, there's going to be, I believe. Seven new teams coming in the series to join, and yeah. some teams don't have funding from governments. Like this is like I get serious out here. Like some teams don't have like um, Zeos Honda. They're they're a um, Finland-based team. They don't have funding, so they're not going to be on the grid next year. And Kenny's um, daughter Madeline is actually was the champion last year, so she's actually a free agent. So y- y- you never know where it can go. Who knows? I can be paired up with her. I can be paired up with. Anybody. I mean, if, if, if it goes that way, I would not mind to be paired up with anybody, but it, it's crazy just to see how it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. It can change in a heartbeat. It's not, it's not like, okay, one seat. I believe right now there's 20 free agents on the market. Mm-hmm. That's, that's incredible. Like, and we're not even halfway into the season yet. So what, now we, you think it's called free agency. Out here, we call it silly season. The reason why is there are so many different combinations of drivers and teams for next season. It's so silly. None of us can keep up with it. So that's why they call it silly season and racing, whereas like other sports, it's free agency. So wow. it's, it's incredible. And how, how, you, how you have to manage all this stuff, that's up to the team owner. That's why I'm not, I don't want to be a team owner just yet, but it's a lot. I mean, I think you have to spend at least a good, oh, I don't know, six hours out of your day to plan all this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, on race day, it's a little easier. You just let the result happen, just comment. But then, off the scenes, you got to see if you got to hire a new driver. If you if you got something to talk to the team management about, it's it's a lot. It's not your typical uh, series. That's that's cool. I mean, this this honestly sounds like something I would have done maybe with like a few of my friends or something. We would would have put something. The closest thing I can think of that that is kind of similar to this is back in the day um we used to have this college football game for like PlayStation 2 this was back before the before online dynasty was a thing right but we would all get together um at my friend's house and we would play you know we each had a team that we controlled and i think there was like at one point like four or five six guys involved in this we had wow. a team that we controlled and we played through a season and did the recruiting and all that stuff and even like if we had a big game or something or a bowl game, mm-hmm. we might even have like a press conference afterwards or something, you know, where we like, <laughs> people would ask questions and we would answer questions. That's the closest. But, you know, that was just a few guys. And you're talking about like a thousand people being involved in this league. And that that's like mind blowing to me. That's awesome. Um, let me ask you this. Would you say there's a difference between Kevin? Can you still hear me? Yeah, my bad. You cut out there. Kevin Touch. Somebody tried to call me. Uh, Kevin Ah. Touch and the character of uh, Vince Freeze. Is it more of like a a character that you're that you're playing, or is there a difference between the two of you? Okay, yes, that's a great question. So actually, I try to be as professional as I am. So actually, there's not really a difference. The only thing is, there's no audio in this series. It's all text based. You gotta you gotta handle yourself well. Now there actually are reporters uh, after the race that ask you questions. The only, the only thing is it just asks the, the simulator and the, the media makes up whatever. But I handle myself in a pretty mature way. 
Uh, the only comment I really got criticized for was um, uh, there was a sound pack test or something, and I said the engines were just way too, or no, is that, no, last season we wanted more pack racing for the American 700 because we, you know, our team was nowhere near to what we are now. Everyone was criticizing us because it wasn't just me. It was Eric and the management. We need, a, we need more of a pack race to win. But other than that, there's no really difference. Actually, Vince is exactly as me. It's not it's – not, Eric's a little different. He's, like, on the radio, he, he goes off sometimes at it because uh, – <laughs> I don't know a guy, but he goes off sometimes on lap one. He's like, oh, what the heck? I'm like, what, what, what are these people doing? <laughs> bunch of fools out here driving on lap one but but me i'm pretty calm and collective on the radio i thank my guys after every race even if we fail I, you know in this series i mean think about it. there's 25 races you're going to finish your career with a losing record <laughs> it's the only sport where you, you're not going to win with a winning record it's very rare yeah i mean r- right now there's a guy right now his name's trek and he's won three in a row so he's looking to go four in a row this weekend that's that's rare in this series, with the competition being so high, and I'm gonna be honest with you, there's about 24 cars who can win on any given weekend. That's that's incredibly crazy. And honestly, with next year coming in, anybody can win at any track. Which that seems like how are you gonna win a race, but it's possible. You just got to find a team strategy. And then, not to mention, then you got the special races where one-off cars come in. They can be more aggressive on the setup, and then. That can throw another monkey wrench in. So it, it really is. We have a couple more um, one-off races. I think there's three more. I think the season finale, that's always a one-off. Uh, the American 400, which is at Daytona, and then the Indy 250, which is the race I'm looking forward to. Uh, so I, I finished seventh there. I would like to maybe not get a win, but at least get a top three or something. That's a race we can look forward to at the end. So you, do you watch these on YouTube, or is there a live stream that you watch when it's time for the actual race, or how do you uh, how do you see the results? Uh, well, I have to watch the whole race in general. I, I, there's no live stream. Uh, they thought they tried a couple seasons ago, but it just it just failed. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the server couldn't handle it. But I, I, what I do is I, I I listen to the race, I watch it. I sometimes I even take notes, which is funny. It seems like what the heck, but you have to give feedback for the next road course race or something yep, to the team manager. And I take them, so then I, I come on here and I tell, hey, guys, so we fail. I, I give like a, little, like a little recap of what I did and what the team did and what the race was. You, you guys don't know all the characters, but I'm sure if, if we get to a point where this season where I get, where I get really well, you'll probably be like, oh, okay, I know who this was. But the point is um, I, I need to have input. I need to have it, and I need to watch the race. I, don't, I skip some parts. Let's say if there's a major crash and that has nothing to do with me. Let's get on to some. I skip 15 seconds. I kind of like anchor, but uh, most of the time I'm locked and loaded into this thing. I, I, I devote it, depending how long the video is, I devote a good half hour of my day to, to this stuff. And then yeah. I got I to gotta put notes in, got to put a comment in the YouTube section, whether you finish last or first. Uh, then you have to say something on the forum. And then you got to preview the next race, which you got to put another comment in the forum. And then with the silly season, you've got to look at every comment just to see if there's an offering coming your way, just in case. So it's a lot of management is good for me because I'm good at this stuff when it comes to team management. Now, what, what I, there is another thing you could do. You could, there's a, there is one way around making a comment in the YouTube section is you post five comments in the forum. Uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of ludicrous. I don't do that. I don't think I posted one uh, actually in this video because I posted five in the forum because there was like a lot of stuff to post yeah so i actually took it the week off but it doesn't matter there's no penalty for not posting it's just recommended it's just courtesy but 
uh, if you post a lot in the forum, then they're, they're going to be like, okay, he's here every time. And then you can have like separate group chats amongst the drivers. That's fun. I've gotten to a couple, but I think I've only done three. Uh, my teammates and then one other guy in the series. And he was actually the points leader. So, I, I mean, I can talk with the points leader a lot. I mean, that's not – that's not. there's no chase. There's no playoffs. It's just one season, most points, championship winner. Um, yeah. There are, some, there are some exceptions, like double points, and you get 100 points for winning a special race. But other than that, it's a pretty basic point system. 25 is the most, I believe. I think the, there's only one race where they offer 50, actually. There's not, they actually changed. Last year it was 50, 100. So it's actually 25, 50 this year. So there's not really too many points on the table uh, as far as winning versus second, actually. It's really close. And I think the best ever finish uh, my teammates have gotten so far this season are third, and I believe third. So, yeah, we're, we're consistent. We're a consistent team. That's the, I, I won't deny that. How many seasons have you been involved in this? Uh, currently, uh, just a season and a quarter, or about a season and a half. So I've only been involved in, let's see, uh, last season there was 20, 23 races, 24 races. So this year, no, actually there was 25. So there's, I, I'm only got 35 races under my belt. I've only won one, so you could kind of say where that's at. Uh, but I was projected to win none for the first yeah. two seasons. So I've basically outdone myself. I've got like seven, eight top tens. Or, no, no, excuse me, five top tens, four top fives. And then the mm. way we've been running, I would say, as a team with the race, we just started. Every other team, last season, we were the only team on the grid that was new. So there might have been another one, but they, they left this season. So we're the only new team that started from scratch and have now built something. Kind of, It's kind of funny. I, I, I kind of correspond this with Anchor. I started off from nothing, yeah, and now we're going to something. So yeah. it, it's funny how things work. But you can kind of tell that me, Eric, and the the crew we're not built for uh, we're not built for the sustainability yet. So you can pick, you can hire us if you're a new team and you hire us. We'll probably get you to the the promised land. There's only one problem. Eventually, people are going to start looking at us and they're going to be like, "Oh, these guys are just they're a bunch of jokes. Like, why are they on these small teams? They got to come to the big team." That day is going to come soon. I, I, I believe in that because there's so many so much work you can do on a small team like this. To eventually where you get noticed, and now the expectations are like you got to win three races in a season, you've mm-hmm. got to win four, you got to get seventeen top fives. So like that, that's incredibly insane. But because you're on that team, you got to get that. If you don't make it, they, you, I mean, you probably won't leave season one after you join. But the next season, they'll probably they'll probably kick you to the can. So you got to be consistent, or you will, you'll funk out. Basically, it's it, it's it's incredibly tough to stay on a team for more than one season. When you're on a developmental, I mean, on a big team, it's hard. I mean, it, the whole thing just sounds is just fascinating to me, um, because, like I said, I've, I've always enjoyed playing video games, but this is like taking taking something that's a um, computer simulation, or if you want to say game, but taking it just completely to a whole nother level. And uh, I think that's really cool. Um, it's got me curious. I'm wondering if there's other stuff out there similar. Like, I wonder if there's like a baseball league like this, where oh the, yeah simulate baseball you know what i'm saying um and as i'm probably gonna look into it and see just out of curiosity uh because i think it's really neat when you when you take something and you kind of use it outside of outside of the way it's intended i don't know if i'm saying that right but just, no, take, you're, you're just right. taking it to a completely different level and, oh yeah no i i know what you're saying um there, i'm sure there are i i only do racing because it's my pet i could do football i could do it but the only thing is i just don't see them on youtube that much i i only see 
a racing series and there's another uh, IndyCar series, but I'm not interested in that right now. That's, yeah. Well, actually, but because there's a problem with this. That every every race you race, there's a chance your driver could literally die. Huh. Like, like, this is no joke. So what happens is uh, when your driver somehow does pass, um, you're still on the forum. You have to regenerate a new character. You have to come in as, like, some weirdo or something. You have to be, hello, this is uh, uh, so-and-so. I'm a new character. So you have to regenerate your new character. But for right now, we're in no situation to have any of those problems. The safety on these things are tremendous. Uh, apparently, I don't believe there's been a fatal accident in this series in over three years. So that's actually really good. Because three years is like eight seasons or nine seasons. So uh, they're, they're, really, they're really developing the safety. So it's not a big worry right now. But the only places we're really getting scared at are like the super speedways where speeds are up to 250, 240. Like, that's, like 250 is not your typical stock car speed. The most I've ever seen a stock car go in the modern era with the draft on a, on a plate package is two, like maybe 210 back in the day. But now with these things, there's no restrictor plates on these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 250 miles per hour, that's real 250. There's real 240. I, I have to show you a video. I'll put it in the link maybe after this where there was one severe crash. And like these things are, they get serious. Like the, the whole, the whole feels like, why well, is this guy? Okay. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the forum we have, we send out prayers. I mean, whether something happens good or not, we send out prayers. So everyone, everyone um, comes as a as one team when something like that happens. However, I wasn't involved in any of those situations, so I, I'm kind of new to that. It hasn't happened yet, but we definitely actually the the week before I'll show you there was a vicious wreck at, at um, Illinois, I believe the round of Illinois, and I'll send you the link. It, it's uh, there was two cars just going into the wall head on, 90 degree angle. And then they just bounced back up to the track like a like a pinball, and then got hit with another car on the top of the roof head of the car. And one guy was, or I think it was one person was like rushed to the hospital. So it, it, it's real. It gets uh, it gets scary. So you take the risk every time you you hop in with a computer simulator and your character of not making it back to the paddock at the end of the race. So it, it gets serious at times. Well, now you got me worried about Vince Freeze, man. Uh... <laughs> Well, so if there are fatalities, are there also injuries? Can you be injured for like five weeks or so, like something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you could. Oh, yeah. I mean, actually, there's one time where somebody was out a whole season. It wasn't career, but they just set the season out because of the risk of the factor. But wow. th- thankfully, we don't go to those tracks where we – they used to go to like tracks like a Coca-Cola Super Speedway, uh, Zen Joltis. Those tracks were approaching 300 miles per hour. That's dangerous. That's extremely dangerous. I think one car uh, flipped, flipped out of the stadium in one video I saw. I wasn't involved back then. They somehow survived, but uh, flipping out of the, the whole grandstands, I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, there's no actual fans on this. I mean, there might be, like, simulated fans. They might have, unfortunately, <laughs> lost their lives. But at the same time, uh, thankfully, we don't go back because I probably wouldn't be in the series if we went to those – insane speed track I, I would probably just leave if that were the case but the the only places i'm really scared of the most are daytona and talladega those are the only two tracks i'm pretty sure on the schedule and, and maybe actually indy and the american 700 where the, the speeds are up there are ludicrous even as is for those tracks like 230 and that's that that's that's not really safe but they claim it's safe and there's been tests done so we have to. Go. There are some testing policies. It's called rookie tests and preseason testing, where they test everything. 
I, I haven't. I have only been involved in the rookie testing, and actually, we because we were so new of a team last year. We actually did a simulated test, and then we raised simulations. I, I, they had us make us do a simulator test, wow. and then we raised simulations. So that, and then we actually got to really race. So it, it's a process when you're a rookie. It's not. No, that's awesome. Oh, it's incredible. I, I, I would, I would think if you want to do this, this for anybody out there. You got to do two things. You got to be very interactive with the team owner, and you better know what you're talking about because if you don't know what you're talking about, they're going to think what. You know, so you got to you got to say your sponsors at the end of every race in the comment. I like to thank uh, blah blah blah. I got like twelve sponsors to read off sometimes. Uh, I mean, most of the time it's just Reddit and uh, whatever the heck we use for fuel. I, have to, I think it's ethanol to E eighty five, and then uh, and then uh, your tire company, the supplier. Uh, anything on the fire suit you got to mention. So they give me a whole checklist for that. And then uh, only only when I win or um, finish really well, I go that far. To, sometimes I just forget it all and be like, if it's a win, like the first race I won the comment, I'm like, forget. This. I said sponsor, thank sponsor, but I thank my owner, teammates, uh, the track facility, uh, the fans out here. I, I won in a foreign country, so I, I still haven't won in America yet. Uh, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, but it's fun. I enjoy it. And it doesn't, doesn't take too much out of my day just yet. So it'll take a lot, I think, probably when we get towards the end where of this season where I'm like, oh, where do I go now? But right now it's uh, comfortable. I'm happy where I'm at. So this is like um, – this is not really for your just casual racing fan. This is like your hardcore racing fan that knows just – knows your stuff and uh, and can make, you know – just knows what you're talking about. You got to be, you can't just be a casual racing fan to do what you're doing. You got to really know what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. Now there, there are some exceptions. They might dial back on what the driver input. Now the, the series where I said there's no driver input at all, there's no forum. That's, that's whatever you can just okay. join in. The, you can join in the series and anybody can win at any given weekend. That's the only downside because every car is what they call it. There's a, there's a OPS rating or something. Uh, I think every car in that series is like a 95. So you could pick any car. It could be, it looked like trash and you could still win. I, I, it is it, crazy. But I think on our series, there are different OPS ratings. But the reliability rating is about the same for every car. I think we're actually probably one of the best cars because we don't have a lot of power in the, the thing. The, we might have the worst when it comes to mechanical. We can have a mechanical failure higher. But because we don't have really a a powerful engine, our our reliability is pretty uh, straw. Not, not to mention, you only get six engines for the season, so you got to recycle those engines every four races. Wow! And if you if you lose one of those engines, you're down. That's four races you kind of lost. And if you get to zero, and you have to put a new engine in, you start getting grid penalties, which is like fifteen spots. So let's say you qualify, or no, ten spots. Let's say you qualify second, you got to start twelve. That's not fun. I, I mean, if it's okay at like a super speedway, it's whatever. But at a road course, that twelve ten spots. Yeah. Oh, forget. It. And then, not to mention, most of these races are decided by pit strategy, tire strategy. Well, sometimes I, I, I remember um, two weeks ago. No, last, yeah, two weeks ago, Michigan. I I got slowed up by some guy who stalled his engine on the track. I was in thirtieth place. I came in two laps before the uh, before the entire field, and I finished. Uh, I I got up to third, and then dropped back on the restart. But I still finished fifth. So really, I, I can come back from a place like that. From 30th to 5th, off of just a strategy call. It's crazy. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, I won't keep you anymore. I, I just want to – when's your next uh, race? Nah, next Wednesday. So every Wednesday at 6 o'clock, uh, I'll get the results as you get the results. Um, okay. I, uh, I appreciate you talking to me about this. I just really had a lot of questions about it, but you, you cleared it up. So I just think it's really cool, man. It's fascinating. And I'll, uh, I'll try to go out there and watch your uh, next race, at least some of it. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, KT. Take care. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you later. You too, Shane. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so I've got a few call-ins I don't want to play. The first one I want to play here is uh, from Jim at No Riders Block. This is in regards to a segment I had yesterday about uh, Nick Saban visiting my place of employment. Now, I wasn't there at the time. I, I work from home. But uh, but he visited uh, my work, basically. And it was a big deal. A lot of my friends also uh, work there, and I got a lot of messages and pictures and things like that uh but if you didn't hear the the whole thing nick saban visited because there's a uh high profile recruit whose mother works uh for that company for our company and he came and basically i believe had lunch with her and uh it was, it was a recruiting tactic and i will say a pretty smart one uh but anyway this call is in regards to meeting or seeing famous people or celebrities Take a listen. Hey, Shane, I'm not going to comment on your procedure because that just sounds too painful to talk about, even though I did undergo it myself. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about celebrities. You mentioned running into, uh, meeting celebrities at your job. Well, I work at the airport in Newark, New Jersey, so I see celebrities from time to time. Um, I've, seen, um, I've seen Bill Cosby. That was before all his troubles. I've seen uh, Liam Neeson. Shia LaBeouf, and I even saw Meryl Streep but didn't recognize her. Someone had to point her out to me. Anyway, I've seen others too. I, there was a lot of sports people come through, but I'm not really a sports fan, so they come and go and I wouldn't even know about it. All right, brother, hope you're having a great day and I hope you're recuperating all right playing video games on that couch. Bye-bye. So I think a problem that I would have with that situation where you're seeing different celebrities and famous people is, first of all, unless it was confirmed to me like 100% to be that person, I would think it was just somebody else that might, you know, look like them. Um, but even if I if I did know for sure that it was the, the famous person, I'm not, I couldn't like go up and speak to them or ask for an autograph or a picture or anything like that. I, I really feel awkward about stuff like that. I just couldn't do it. I might try to sneak a picture from a distance or something like that. But, uh, no, I do have a friend. Well, it's actually my brother in law who will just like ask anybody for an autograph or, you know, speak to anybody, get selfies with celebrities. And, uh, and he does that kind of stuff all the time because he, he's in the Marines and travels around a lot and meets a lot of different people. So, um, but I just, that's, that's awkward to me. I can't do that. But, uh, but yeah, um, the only other famous person that I've seen in a public place, and I know it was this guy, um, it was at Six Flags, Six Flags over Georgia, uh, which is near Atlanta. And it was a, a basketball player. Actually, he's retired, been retired for a while. Now he's an ESPN commentator. Um, I believe he still is, but 
His name is Jalen Rose, and he, I know it was him. He was just, I mean, his height. I mean, it, it's hard to <laughs> mistake a guy when he's like 6'10", you know what I mean? So uh, <clears throat> it was definitely him. I saw Jalen Rose at Six Flags. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't bother him or take a picture of him or anything. This was a long time ago. This was like 10 years ago. But, uh, yeah, I can't think of any other famous people that, that I've saw in a public place. Um, I did sit behind the dugout at a Braves game one time, and I was like 10 feet away from John Smoltz. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, that's it. Now, Jim also mentioned the uh, procedure that... I'm going to have, and uh, Jim, I haven't had it yet. I just had a consultation yesterday. Uh, I'm going back February the 23rd to have the actual procedure done. But uh, I also got a call in from Sheena Diane, aka Work at Home Mom, and uh, she had some words of encouragement for me regarding this procedure. Hey Shane, it's Sheena Diane. It has been a while since I've listened to your channel, not because I haven't wanted to, but just because I have been favoriting so many new channels that I just haven't been able to listen to everybody's channel and I just finally got a chance to listen to yours and I wanted to tell you, um, Johnny has had the procedure. He was really nervous as well, but it was the same situation. We have three kids, two girls and a boy. And actually the doctor had said that um, because I had two previous miscarriages, after having successful pregnancies that he felt um, we were at higher risk for having an abnormality at conception, which obviously, you know, that could mean Down syndrome or all kinds of things. Um, so I was a little bit nervous about that. And after the doctor had said that, it kind of, you know, made us feel like, you know what, maybe it's time. So don't be nervous. Johnny's done it. You can call him in if you want to ask about it. I know it was kind of weird, but it, you know, he was fine. Yeah, I just keep thinking about that episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, where he had to go in, where Ray had to go in for a tonsillectomy. It was something minor. I think it was a tonsillectomy. And everybody kept like, oh, quit being a big baby. And they were like picking at him about it because he was worried about it. And then he goes in for the procedure and like the doctor comes out and he's like, we can't wake him up. Uh, we he, he won't come out of... Uh, anesthesia or what, whatever and like you know Deborah starts crying and they're all upset and then a few minutes later of course he does wake up but uh and then when he found out that they couldn't wake him up he you know he freaks out about it but uh I just keep thinking like uh you know it's gonna be something like that but no I, I, I shouldn't be worried I know so many people that have had this done and I'm really not worried about it so just ready for my uh, relaxing weekend to get here. And also, I just keep looking at the little brochure that they gave me. It's just a little uh, brochure with information about the procedure, and I just noticed that there's this couple on the front of it, and they just look so happy. And, uh, yeah, I can imagine. Hold up. Wait a minute. Don't go there, because I ain't with it. <laughs> Did you just say you work at home? <gasps> Did you know that I'm the work at home mom? Wait, I have a channel all about working at home. What do you do? I need to get you on that channel. I love talking to other people who work at home and how to share those opportunities with other people. Dude, I had no idea. Call me. Of course I know about work at home mom. I listen to that station all the time. Anyway, 
I really do. Um, but yeah, I've been working at home for like a year. Um, almost a year, yeah. I guess March will be a year. Now, I work for a, a really large health insurance company. And I've been working there since 2012. But just started um, to where I could work from home in the last uh, year. So, um, I do claims processing, which is super boring, but in a good way for me. I like boring. Um, yeah, working at home is, is awesome. Um, it, it, there's a different set of challenges. There's definitely distractions, but I, I wouldn't say there's more distractions when you work from home. I would just say it's like different type of distractions. Um, so, anyway, it's working out pretty well for me and uh yeah i like i like working from home and that's uh that's one reason why i listen to your channel to get that good information about uh about working from home so thanks for those call in sheena diane i will talk to you later all right real quick got a call in from kt and i'm gonna play that and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode hey shane kt before i go on this extended laser mode just want to say shout out to you man thanks for the time and the, uh, the early morning wake-up call with the racing, and try to explain that. Maybe I'll do uh, maybe one day on Anchor if I, uh, what do you call it, if I feel really up to if i got a lot of free time on my hand. I'll, I'll do like a live recording session as the race is developing on YouTube. I'll, I'll play it live on here, and I'll do some live commentary on my own. That'd be kind of cool. But um, I'll have to think of a big race or something where, it's not one of these things where it's like one part. Some races can be longer, some can be shorter. Some are like four part long, some are just one part, one video. So it really all depends. But thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, and I just want to say one more time that I really appreciate KT aka Vince Freeze coming on the show and talking about his uh his hobby and his league that he's involved in. Uh that was that was really awesome to me, really interesting. And I appreciate him taking the time. I know this has been a longer episode than normal and that just happens sometimes when you get the uh the call with friends feature going. Uh sometimes it just goes a little longer and that's alright. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who called, commented, clapped and uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Hope everyone has a good night. God bless.